All right, here we go. This is episode nine of Flip Connect. I'm going to talk today about uh, one of my startups, commercial real estate, my BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal. This was uh, my first experience with commercial property investment, and this is my story on what it took for me to just do it, to get out there and go ahead and uh, you know jump in and make things happen. So when I was initially starting off in the larger goal, the larger scheme of things, when I decided to kind of move towards commercial real estate and past single family properties, I had four properties under my belt at that time, a couple of years of experience, part-time real estate investor, full-time stockbroker, and you know, you know my story in the past. So when I moved in to decide to move full force into commercial real estate, uh, this was uh, this this was my path. So basically, you know, I went through all the trainings. I went, I did everything. I partnered up. I set up an LLC, United Real Estate Ventures, partnered with two two guys that um, had, you know complimentary experience both of them had experience in real estate uh, I don't think I really talked about their experience in real estate so my partner Glenn he um, had the sunroom company and he had I don't know he had a partner a pretty wealthy partner out of San Francisco I don't know much about him never actually met him from my understanding they had about 20 properties together I think in in Hawaii I don't know if there's other properties in the Bay Area, I think there may have been an apartment building or, or a multifamily, a small multifamily unit there. And my other partner, uh, you know, he owned multiple homes in the Bay Area with uh, with his family and it, they created a, an assisted living facility or facilities, um, common active daily life facilities. You know, these are not acute care or or uh, convalescent homes, but you know there there were properties that uh, were purchased for the intent of running a business inside of them, and so and in addition to he was a mortgage uh, broker and owned multiple offices and with his partner, so you know combined they had quite a bit of experience, multi million dollars transactions, um, decades of experience. I suppose between the two of them, I had my experience as well. So we all came into this with, uh, you know, with a, with a decent pedigree, you know, a decent, a decent start. We wanted to get into commercial. We wanted to go out big. You know, my goal for the partnership, my um, reason to put everybody together is I wanted to do a, a, a large commercial deal. At that point, large commercial deal meant something $10, 20000000 million. So this was our opportunity at Canterbury Crossing, which was in Sacramento, and it was it was the medical office uh, concept that I talked about earlier. So I'm going to go into that. Basically, after all of the trainings we went through, I went into setting up the LLC. I hired an assistant. I ran everything out of my house, and I set up an office specifically in, in a section of my house away from the rest of the family, you know, it was a nice, nice room. And, um, you know, basically, I guess, what was that the left side of my home, 
was my office. The right side was our was our living area. I think it was maybe 22, 2300 square foot house. It was a house built in the 1800s. It's really nice. It was renovated, excuse me, before I bought it. And um, so, you know, that section turned out to be perfect for, for me uh, and, and my assistant. So we both worked out of that room. And I went through the process of finding opportunities. So I started calling everybody everywhere, called people in Sacramento, San Francisco, San Diego, California. You know, this is where I'm from at that point. I was born and raised in California, and this is this is the area that I was going to focus on. So we found an opportunity in San in Sacramento, and so I, so what I did is I went out there and I spoke with the developer. I got as much information as I could, researched the general area. I completed my own initial due diligence in in that specific market in that specific area and uh, you know we identified a need for commercial space at that time it 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 lined up with you know with our findings lined up with my findings and uh, we deemed it to be you know a feasible area to to look into you know prior to that I I looked at an apartment building. I looked at uh, some raw land, uh, redevelopment of a shopping center. Um, th- this one seemed to me to be the right entry for us. The developer had already created all the plans. He had a finance partner. They put in money into the deal. I think at the time it was about $13 million dollar funding that they had lined up for the initial construction getting it to entitlement getting it to the point where they could build the foundation so there there's there's a lot of steps that that came in um, a lot of the process that was uh, that had been gone through to get to the point where the finance partner um, had gone as far as he could pre construction the developer went as far as they could pre-construction and the finance partner wanted out so at that point we were going to take their place take the finance partner's place buy them out and move forward with funding for construction so that that was a spot that we we jumped in now i went to the quite a bit of research, quite a bit of due diligence. Uh, we created a feasibility study. I used a research firm to pull together as much data as possible for this feasibility. And we submitted a feasibility package. I think it was somewhere around $3,000 that we spent on the package. No, it was 8000 It was $8,000. We spent $8,000 to generate this feasibility study for a lending uh, vendor that was going to come in and take out the um, initial finance partner's note and inject enough capital for us to get to the point where we could obtain a construction loan, which would have been an additional amount of funding, um, which that that new funder uh, lender would have um, partially funded and syndicated with several others to, 
you know, come up with the full loan. At any rate, the and near the end of our time, near the end of our uh, funding or our initial uh, contract to so basically we signed a contract to to come in and take over the position of the original uh, partner the funding partner and um, we had I believe 90 days period of time to come up with our decision so near the end of the 90 days near the end of tens of thousands of dollars that we spent in in research we decided that this was i decided that this was not the opportunity for us um, there were multiple questions there were um, things that i was unsure of the general vibe of the deal besides all of that was that the developer was desperate to make this happen was that the finance partner was very eagerly looking to get out of the deal it just didn't feel like it was going to happen and in hindsight it did not happen um, the land is still raw at this point it is flat land undeveloped so that that deal came to a screeching halt and failed when we pulled out it was one day prior to losing all of our funding um, deposit you know earnest money and our option uh, we lost a portion of our option. Well, we lost all of our option funding, uh, the amount of money that we put in for option. We lost none of our earnest money, but we also spent $8,000 for the uh, feasibility study and, you know, several, several thousand, to, oh, several tens of thousands, probably, probably $20,000, $25,000 total in this process. And it was a good lesson learned for us that this this just was not the deal if we had moved forward with this deal it would not have come to fruition and it would have cost us much more money and time and opportunities and so it was just time to kill the deal so that was a tough one it was a tough decision i decided at that point you know we should probably start in multi-family since i already had experience with single family at that point in time and all of us had experience with single family at that point in time of course my my third partner um, we had bought him out so he wasn't part of this deal but we all had these experiences and um, you know it was time to to uh, to um, jump into commercial but in a more familiar territory which would be multifamily so that was that was tough for me to make that uh, decision to to pull the plug. Um, I had every bit of faith from my partner, and he backed me one hundred percent. And I'm glad he did. It did not feel right at the time, so I needed to make that move. Um, so so we were at a stop standstill at that point. Also, my partner had gone through the process of um, downsizing in his business due to the upcoming credit crisis and the consistent loss of, of um, market share that he experienced in the subprime lending market. So this was this was tough for him, it was tough for me on multiple multiple levels. And ultimately we decided to close down our operations in terms of 
starting up a uh, commercial real estate development business at that point in time. I had to let go of my employee. Uh, she was a great employee, and um, we had to go to the process of, of uh, you know, unwinding everything and regrouping. So you know that was tough. This experience put me um, set me back a little bit. I still had my assets. I still had the properties. I still had plenty of time and opportunity to you know move into other other ventures. And ultimately, I did, and I had quite a lot of success after this. So, uh, pretty much everything I've said from episode one to nine had been setbacks, had been. But I want to set the stage. I want you to really understand that you know this, this uh, to go through this entire process and have these setbacks and have these other things come up and still move forward, and still know that there's other opportunity out there is 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 what. I'm trying to convey. You never give up. You never quit. Now, it doesn't mean that you continue to move forward in that same direction, because uh, that that could uh, that could quickly and ra- rapidly put you into uh, into a wall. And so that's that's what I decided with uh, with this Canterbury Crossing with the development project for the medical uh, center. Uh, it would have been great to see that come through, and I'd love to continue to push it. And maybe I could have made it happen but at the end of the day you know there were um there were a lot of factors involved and things did not match up and so i was not comfortable with 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 uh with where we stood and in hindsight it turned out to be the best decision i made so sometimes the best decisions you make are the ones that you do not make the ones that you pass on so yeah that that was that that was that was uh that was my first entrance into commercial real estate. So next next episode, I'm going to talk about uh, franchise. The franchise system that I got into set the stage for where I am now and put me in a good position, allowed me to um, have a complete change of environment and work in a process that, uh, that at the time... Um, met my needs and so we're going to talk about franchising next so episode 10 is going to be about my experience with the real estate investment franchise that i got involved with that's uh, based out of dallas texas and i moved to san antonio texas and started my office and uh, i'll go through all that and talk about my experiences there and on next week and uh, hope to see you then